This is where the fun begins. That was the Undertaker theme song, the famous, one of the most famous WWE superstars there ever was. And that's because the Jet season is, it's not over. They still have a solid team of talent. However, Aaron Rodgers, his season is unfortunately done with an Achilles tendon tear. Just one of those freak things that happens. It happened on the fourth play of the game. I think he threw one pass. He scrambled out of the fucking pocket, got tackled from behind, went down, and then in the replay, you saw his fucking Achilles tendon snap, erupt, as they, uh, as it's called, and it fucking, it was disgusting. At first, you're like, oh, he just rolled his ankle, sprain, you know, whatever. That's like, and then you're like, wait a minute, he's getting carted off the field, he's in the tent, all this shit, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then around halftime, they were like, yep, it's torn, it's over. Uh, and yeah, we're going to get into uh, the Achilles and all that fun stuff, all that medical stuff that I'm not qualified to talk about, but we're going to talk about it. But first, we're going to go to this date in history, history September 12th. Has its eyes on me. September 12th, 2023. Technical Sergeant Select has finally taken over the big chair in the office. <laughs> Today I walk in the office after having yesterday off because of stomach issues. I walk in and my uh, section chief is sitting at my desk and he's like, you got to go to your desk. And I was like, you're in my desk. He's like, no, your desk is over there. And he points at the office. He is retiring in two weeks or so. And he cleaned out his office and he's like, it's all yours, partner. And went in there and there was, he put my stuff, my chair, my my keyboard, hooked up, hooked everything up. Uh, moved like my file cabinet, which has no files in it. I don't plan on ever putting files in there. Uh, moved that all that all in, and then he left me a little. It looked like a little stick, a chapstick, and it was right in the center of my desk, right by my keyboard. And I'm like, this isn't my chapstick. He goes, no, look at it. I pick it up, and it's a. I don't even know what to call this thing. It was a mig- migraine um, relief roller, migraine relief roller. There's some brand name for it, but basically all it is, it's like peppermint, spearmint, like chamomile, some shit, and you roll it onto your head, 
like on your, you're supposed to put it on your temples and then across your forehead and like along your nose. And then you can put it like at the back of your neck. It's most, it's kind of like Vicks. You're rolling on like Vicks, but not as uh like Vicks is like lotion. You know, it's like gel. This stuff's just like a little liquid. And he's like, you're going to need this shit working in this office just so you know. And I'm like, how much different could it be? You know, but we're going to get in that in a little bit. Um, actually, we can get into it now. So first day in the big chair. And uh, yeah, so he gives me this stuff and I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, awesome. So I sit there, I spend about an hour setting up my monitors because the resolution was all jacked up and it's a whole thing. Do all that. But like, while this is all going on, there's, I'm getting questions, I'm getting emails. And I guess it was a little bit of a hazing thing, but he, my old section chief who's sitting out where, at my, where my old desk is, is being like, you see that email? You got to answer that email. Like, you have a plan for that? Like shit like that. And I'm like, dude, like, yeah, I'm probably underqualified for this position, but, uh, I work at my own pace, but like, it was kind of just him busting my balls. Like you got the big chair, you got to make big boy decisions now. And he kept calling me. Wow. What was he calling me? It wasn't big dick. Bobby big dick is what he kept calling me. Hey, Bobby big dick. He'd yell across the entire office. I'm like, what? And then he'd be like, see that email? And I'm like, dude, when did you send it? Just now. And I'm like, of course, I didn't see it yet, man. Like, this is what you got to pay attention to. You got to pay attention to your email. Like, it was just a little, a little joshing, a little razzing on the first day. And then I finally got settled in, made some phone calls, you know, updated my number on my emails so they know where to reach me. I have a direct line, all that stuff. So that was a pretty big day. I mean, it's... It's definitely a lot different when you're sitting in the office compared to sitting out in the open, in the bullpen, as I call it now. You're out in the bullpen with everybody else. Uh, instead of sitting out there, because when you're sitting in the bullpen, you're like immersed with everybody. It's like you're a part of the conversations. You get what you get the vibe of the office, which is, I said this on a previous podcast, like that's what I enjoy. I enjoy being out there. So I'm not like blindsided by some shit, you know? But in the office, I can basically hear everything, but I'm not like involved in the conversation, you know? I'm separate. I'm on my own, which is peaceful and it's quiet, but um, it's definitely obviously and with purpose separated. So like, I'm not as, I felt detached today. Like I felt just like detached from what was going on. And like every time I come out, they all turn and look at me like I'm going to say something or like, I'm just coming out to say hi and like talk and shit and hang out, you know? So then they were giving me a hard time. I was like walking back to the office and they're like, getting lonely back there. And I'm like, oh wait, you you wanted me to hang out here more? You wanted me to come out? Oh, no, I'll stay. I could stay. I could stay out here. And they're like, no, you gotta go back to your office. I'm like, no, I'll stay and hang out. So it was a good day though. I mean, again, the big chair comes with bigger responsibilities and I didn't really understand it until today when like, I'm legitimately in, in in charge of everything that going like I have to know what's going on in the office, but I also have to rely on the delegation of people, right? So I gotta rely on them to come to me with stuff when they need to, and I gotta trust them that they're doing their job without me sitting out there the entire day, which I do. It's just when you're sitting out there, you can see them working. When I'm sitting in the office, I have to trust them that they're working because I can't see them directly. There is a window in my office, but I have to stand up to look at look outside of it. It just looks weird, and and I can hear what's what's going on the entire time. But I did feel that like wouldn't say it's a weight, but definitely the responsibility, shouldering the responsibility of the office was definitely there when I was in the office because they come up and they like they knock and they ask a question and it's it is very intimidating because I'm sitting behind a desk when they walk in and like they're staring at me. You know, it's you could tell there's a different, totally different vibe. But overall, a good day up until the point where I had to go to the dentist for the, I don't know, third time in like a month. And this is the craziest part about the fucking dentist, right? I go there, all your teeth are all good, good to go. They took an x-ray last time, two weeks ago when I went there, they took an x-ray. 
I'm like, all right. And they're like, ooh, that looks different. I'm like, what? And they're like, this little this little pocket up here in your gums. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, do you have any pain? I'm like, not really. So they're like, oh, we're going to schedule with the endodontist. I'm like, all right. Is everything all right? He's like, you're going to have to talk to her. I was like, that can't be anything bad. You know, like, I don't feel like I could chew. You know, like I'm... I'm eating, obviously. If you look at my body, I haven't missed a meal in a while. I was like, all right, whatever. We go in there. And they keep asking questions about when I got the root canal done. And I was like, I don't know, like four years ago. It was like 2019. It was before COVID. I know that. And they're like, hmm, it just seems interesting. And I'm like, what seems interesting? She's like, do you smoke? I'm like, no. And then she's like, do you chew tobacco? I'm like, not really. And I was like, not really as a no. Like, I, I, I have smoked a cigarette, but I've chewing tobacco, I've done like three times my entire life and i've like shit or threw up each time like it's just not for me i mean like i was like i smoked a cigar recently and she's like no like do you have like a do you smoke cigarettes like daily or smoke tobacco or shoot i was like no why you know what i mean like can we get to the point she's like there's an infection in your gum and i'm like get the fuck out of here i was like there's no way like in your mouth Usually when something's wrong, you kind of feel it right away. It's one of those things like your jaw hurts, it hurts to chew, you have cold sensitivity. She gave me a cold test, passed it. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel shit. Like, it's not even like I'm trying to hide the pain. Like, if I have the pain, I'm going to tell you. I have free health care, you know, and I don't mind going to the dentist, but I'm like, I don't have pain. Like, I, it's not there. And she's like, well, your gum is a little bit red. I'm like, my whole, all of my gums are red. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, there's no, I don't see anything. I'm not feeling anything. I don't have a fever all this stuff. So I'm like, I don't think I have an infection. And she's like, I'm telling you, you do like here, look at this pocket of fucking infection. Like that's what an infection looks like on a x-ray. So she sends me for a CAT scan in the same building, right down the, right down the fucking thing. She looks at that. She's like, I'm telling you it's an infection. I'm like, all right, so what do we got to do? Like take an antibiotic? Like, you know, like what are we doing? And she's like, well, this is a little more in depth. And I'm like, how much more in depth can it be? You got to like drill up there clean it out, put a little fucking titanium or some shit in there. She's like, nope, uh, this is a whole thing. She's like, this is kind of a big deal because it's close enough to your jaw where we have to go and like clean out that area on your jaw. Just We have to drill up into the jaw to make sure it's not on your jaw. But doing that is going to make like a huge fucking incision. She's like, but I can't go in there and not look at your jaw. She's like, you see what I'm saying? And I'm like, kind of, but like, I understand. I trust doctors. I'm not like an anti-doctor guy. So I'm like, you're the, you're the expert. So like, I'm going to listen to you. I'm just going to ask questions because I still can't believe I have an infection in there. Like if you would have never shown me I have an infection, I wouldn't have believed it. So I go into this fucking place and she's, you know, she's explaining what she has to do. She's like, we can't go in through the bottom since you had a root canal and a crown put on. We can't go through that way because that would be her normal course of action. Just go through the tooth, go through the root and go all the way up, clean it out, fill it. You're gone. You're done. She's like, since you have a crown in there, she's like, the possibility of me fucking with the crown and breaking it off is high. And at that point, we're going to have to remove the entire tooth, like the entire bone, everything. She's like, and I don't want to do that. And I was like, all right, so what do you want to do? You know, like you have all this paperwork in front of you, lady. And she was nice, smart. Like she's a dentist. Like, you know how doctors are like there's not even doctors like dentists uh, and especially ones that are in the military are like uber smart and they're horrible with like social skills. They're not like fun. They're very nerdy, very like robotic. So I'm like, spit it out lady. And she's like, well, I'm gonna have to do this. And she says the name of the procedure. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like English. And she's like, I'm gonna have to go in from the top down. So like on your gum all the way at the top, I'm gonna have to go in, drill down or 
and cut your gum open, peel it back, go down to the top of the root where you had the root canal and there's a post in there, like top of the crown, clean it out and then work my way up until I don't see any infection and then continue going on until your jaw. And I'm like, seems like a lot of work, right? And she's like, yep. It is. And she's like, I'm not trying to like, you know, fuck with you or anything, but like, it's going to be, it's not invasive for like an overall surgery. Like they're not going, it's not open heart surgery, but she's like mouth wise. It's like root canal or, um, wisdom tooth extraction, broken jaw. And then this, she's like, this is up there with like one of the harder, not harder, but more invasive surgeries for a mouth. So I'm like still sitting there like, and I laugh when I'm like kind of nervous. I kind of make jokes. I'm more of a I, I like to just talk things through and I'm like, all right, so like, let's get this thing done. And she's like, well, we have to go over your options because you can't just get surgery. And I was like, of course I can. And she's like, you don't want to hear the like, the options of what to do. And I'm like, hit me with it. She's like, I have to legally tell you, by the way. I'm like, all right, so hit me with it. One is do nothing. She's like, but if you do nothing, you have to sign a waiver saying you choose to do nothing. You become pretty much useless to the military and they could potentially kick you out. I'm like, well, I don't want that. Like, that's not an option. And <laughs> like... Thanks for telling me, but I mean, I would have picked that option if it were just me and like not the career on the line type of thing. She's like, second option is the one I explained to you. You have to cut the gum back, clean it out, check the jaw, sew it back up. Good to go. I'm like, all right, what's the third option? She's like, extract the tooth. I'm like, why not just do that? And she's like, well, we don't do implants. And I'm like, at all? And she's like, well, we can extract it, but then you have to wait and you have to go see a um, oral surgeon, I guess. And then you have to get a referral for the cos- like a cosmetic surgeon. And she's like, it's going to take a while. And I'm like, listen, lady, this smile is worth a million bucks. I mean, it's not, but it's a million dollar smile. I was like, I paid good money for Invisalign. I'm not walking around without a fucking tooth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to, it's not in the cards. So that option's out the window. And she's like, I don't want to do that either because like the oath they take, like dentists take is like save the tooth no matter what. That's not the exact words of the of the oath, but that's what they do. Save the tooth no matter what. So they're never going to just take a tooth out that's healthy. She's like, you have a healthy root and everything. Like it's, a, it's fine. You're, it's just, you have this infection. So I'm like, all right, so it's obviously option B. So let's do that. And she's like, okay, hold on. She goes back to her office, comes back with like this paperwork. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is this all about? Brady's squeezing a toy right now that he hasn't played with in like a year. It's his hedgehog. So where was I? So she comes back and she's like, all right, I need you to sign a couple of forms. Sign forms. Like, and I'm reading them and I'm like, oh, this is kind of a little dangerous. Like, she's like, all right, do you want to be put to sleep or do you want to be sedated? That's what she said. She said sedated. She didn't say go to sleep. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's go to sleep. She's like, nope. We don't have an, an anesthetician, anesthetician, anesthesiologist. That's what it is, an anesthesiologist. We don't have one on staff, but what I can do is give you these two pills that's going to knock you the fuck out. And I'm like, it's like a roofie? And she's like, and like, because like, again, I make a joke, like a roofie? And she's like, no, not like a roofie. And she just stares at me. I'm like, it was a joke. And she's like, well, that's not funny. I'm like, okay. And she's like, it's, I don't know the name of it. It's like Flexion or something. She's like, what's going to happen is... She was like, well, you need a ride here. If you elect to do it this way, you need to get a ride here. And they need to drive you home after the surgery. Oh, one viewer. How about that? So I'm like, all right, let's fucking, uh, I can get one of the airmen to drop me off or pick me, like drive me, whatever. No big deal. She's like, all right, so it takes 30 minutes for this, for this drug to kick in. And what you're going to do the morning of, she's like, get here at eight. Take these. She's like, how far do you live? I'm like, 25 minutes. She's like, take them, get in the car, buckle your seatbelt, and then get to the first stop sign. 
She's like, then take them. Then get on base, get here, get in the chair. And by, if you get here at eight o'clock by 810, if you took them at 740, you're going to be passed out. And I'm like, listen, lady. I was like, I've done my fair share of drinking in my day. I've heard shit like this before. I didn't say all this, but I was like, seriously, it's going to knock me out? Or am I just going to be a little dizzy for a while? She's like, no, this is going to fuck you up. She's like, I'm not going to lie to you. She's like, people think it's like, oh, this is so funny. And I was like, all right, so you're right. 20 minutes. She's like, I'm serious. She's like, if you don't take them, that's a different thing because you'd, you'd be taking medication that's not prescribed outside of when you're supposed to prescribe it. And, you know, drug. She's like, I'll know if you're not on it, by the way. I'm like, all right, I don't mind. I'll take it. She's like, but don't take it too early, but don't take it too late. Like, I want you to come in the chair. I'm going to just be like, all right, let's do this. And you're going to pass out. And she's like, I'm going to numb you still. Your mouth's going to be numb, but you're going to be like passed out by that point. I'm like, this is fucking wild. Sorry, that's the first drug. <laughs> Second drug is obviously like Tylenol for painkiller, ibuprofen for swelling, Motrin, all that stuff. And then she's like, we're going to give you a pain- prescription for painkillers. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I've been down the rabbit hole of painkillers recently with um, Dope Sick on Hulu, Painkiller on Netflix, the documentary about Purdue Pharma and all this stuff. And I've taken painkillers before for like my back or my knee. It's like, I know, I know the drill, right? But when they give you these little questionnaires, you got to act unenthused about it. If you act like too excited to take a painkiller, they're going to be like, we're not going to really prescribe that. So you got to be like, you got to play it cool. Because if you're like, yeah, let's do this. Like, I've taken them. Like, what, what do you got? And you know, if you're like asking questions like that, red flag. So I'm like, yeah, I've taken them. She's like, for what? I was like, oh, I had knee surgery. I had my wisdom teeth taken out. I was like, usually it's hydrocodone, but that kind of turns my stomach over. I'm more of a Percocet guy. And I like, I didn't think I winked, but that would have been a situation where I would have winked. But she was like sitting to my side, so I don't think she saw me wink, but she I did definitely had like a smirk on my face. She was like, Okay, so hydrocodone it is. I'm like, all right, so got that. We have to sign this form saying she's prescribing painkillers, all this stuff. And if I have addictions, I have to disclose it now. All that. So I'm like, all right. And then the next is the, the list of antibiotics. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is a lot of stuff. She's like, well, you can't brush your teeth. You can't eat anything solid. You have to clean it out. But again, you can't brush. So you have to get this antibiotic prescription mouthwash. And if you drink anything other than water, you have to rinse with this shit that's gonna like bleach your mouth i'm like what the hell she's like yeah it's a lot and i'm like i i'm still baffled at this point about how how in-depth this is all gonna be i'm still like this can't be a real thing right so i'm uh (laughs) now like i'm past the point of questions i'm just like we're gonna do this let's do it like she's like you have any questions i'm like nope She's like, at all? I'm like, not really. She's like, are you nervous? I'm like, listen, I trust doctors. You're the expert. I'm not going to like, what am I going to do? Complain? You know, like, I want to get this fixed. You're telling me I have a problem. Let's get it fixed. She's like, well, there is a possibility that when I go in there and I, and like, I clean it out, you might have a bigger infection and we have to like extract the tooth. I'm like, all right, what are the chances of that happening? You know, she's like, well, I wouldn't do it right there. I'd wake you up or like, you know, we'd close the wound. We'd send you to an oral surgeon and you'd have to go down that route. And I'm like... All right. Like, again, what are the chances of that happen? She's like, pretty slim. And that's when I started thinking again. I was like, sh- not that she's making it up, but like, are you exaggerating what this, what's going on? Like, are you justifying your job at this point? Because, you know, if you go to a surgeon, they're going to be like, oh, you need surgery. If you go to a dermatologist, you need a dermatologist. You know what I mean? Like every, every, uh, if everything's a nail, you're the hammer. Is that the phrase? If your only weapon is a hammer, if your only tool is a hammer, everything's a nail at that point. So, of course, I'm going to an endodontist. Her job is to cut shit out of my jaw. So, I'm like, is she just saying this because it's her job? Like, you know, or does she have to? So, I'm like, I believe you. Let's get this bitch done. And she's like, I need, you have to send in the name of the person and their ID 
beforehand, all this stuff because we have to approve it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I was in the, I was hit there for an hour and like 20 minutes getting all this explained to me. And I'm like, this is going to be pretty fucking wild. And she's like, and you have to come back for a follow-up like every week for the next like four weeks after the surgery because it has to heal and if it doesn't heal right. And this is another crazy part. So like, what are they filling it, right? So I have a hole in my jaw apparently after they clean this out. What are they going to fill it with? This is another waiver I had to sign. So they're going to take blood from me, right? I'm going to get in this chair. They're going to take, okay, I don't know, a good amount of blood. I don't know how much they got to take. They're going to mix it with bone marrow from an animal, coagulate it together so it's like a gel, and they're going to pack it in there. And the, what happens is it like molds with your teeth and your jaw, and it becomes like bone, but like animal bone. I don't know. She said animal bone, so I'm going to say animal bone. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> You know, like that sounds fun to do. It sounds like a cool concept, but does it work? Like, why not just fill it with like, I don't know, titanium or something or like metal? I don't know. Like, again, I don't know what doctors do. And she's like, yep, this is completely normal, but we don't do it that often. But it's a completely normal thing. Like, let's let's sign me up again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's do that. I'm like, what's the option if we don't do that? You know, like, give me the option there. She's like, well, I'm going to clean it out. Then you're going to have a hole in your jaw and you going to have to clean that like all the time. I was like, well, obviously I'm going to choose that shit then, you know? So, so the day started good, digressing all the way back to the beginning. The day started great with being, you know, in the big chair for the first day. Then I go to the dentist and I'm, I thought it was a cleaning, but apparently not. Apparently I have to have this fucking surgery. So that sucks, but we're going to move on to the Aaron Rodgers news of the day. So for those of you who haven't paid attention to anything social media wise, uh, yesterday, September 11th, the Jets played the Bills at MetLife. Emotional game, obviously. Aaron Rodgers' first game as a New York Jet. They're projected to have huge fucking, a huge season. He's going to take him to the playoffs, hopefully the promised land, deliver a championship. But as everyone knows, the Jets are cursed. Their franchise is cursed. So Testaverde comes back after that hot season in 99, tears, tears his Achilles. Brett Favre, 8-3. and three great season i think he tore his ucl or he had shoulder inflammation didn't tell anybody i think they lost like every game after that he retires goes to the vikings slings it for them for a year or two then retires again mark sanchez the butt fumble we all know that just like one thing after another with this fucking team they can't get sam darnold sucks zach wilson hopefully he's not bad but nothing ever goes good for this so this he tears his achilles in the fourth play of the game he throws one pass for an incompletion. So his Jets career stat line is 0 for 1, torn Achilles, and he's out. All right. And the Achilles is number one on my list of things I don't ever want injured. Number two is the ACL, and I've done the ACL. The ACL, and three is shoulder for those keeping. Actually, three is back, four is shoulder. So ACL, number two, number one, Achilles, because the Achilles doesn't really have nerves around it too much. You can feel when it happens, but you don't feel the pain of it tearing. You feel everything else around it going fucking crazy, like muscles in your ankle, the ligaments in your ankle, your calf muscle, your shin, your everything around that Achilles heel is going fucking ballistic, but you don't actually feel, you hear a pop and you can obviously not stand up the right way. Like it's, it's fucked. So that's what happened to Aaron Rodgers. He goes in the locker room, gets carted off the field, you know, MRI. Yeah, he's done. And it takes about nine months, nine to 12 months to get back. And he's a football player. He's older now. He's going to be 40. Hopefully it's not the last time he throws a football because he actually really is good at football and he would have helped the team a lot. It just sucks with the expectations they had coming into the season that it ended in fucking 30 seconds. So 
With all that being said, what is the Achilles, right? Why do they call it the Achilles? So Achilles, fun fact, is a hero in Greek mythology, most famously appearing in Homer's epic, The Iliad. He was virtually invulnerable, except for his heel, as his mother Thetis, Thetis? Thetis, had dipped him in the river Styx to grant him immunity to harm. She held him by his heel, leaving that one spot vulnerable. The phrase has been adopted in the common language to symbolize a weakness or vulnerability that could lead to one's downfall. It has transcended its mythological origins to become a universal metaphor. In human anatomy, the Achilles tendon is a tendon at the back of the lower leg, and it's essential for walking, running, and jumping. It is named after the hero due to its role as a critical point of vulnerability in the body. The Achilles tendon is susceptible to injuries like rupture and tendonitis, especially in, among athletes which can be disabling and requires significant recovery time. Beyond anatomy, the term Achilles heel serves as a reminder that everyone and everything has a point of vulnerability. It's often used in literature, business, and strategic planning to denote a potential point of failure. That's his or hers Achilles heel. Like my Achilles heel is ice cream. I can be on a strict diet, keto, whatever you want, carnivore. I can be counting calories, but someone puts that ice cream in front of me, baby, and I just start licking some lips. So let's just say you do tear your Achilles. Because after my knee surgery, I had to do all these stretches and shit because all the muscles were tight. And I did get tendonitis in my Achilles from that. And I was like, is my Achilles going to tear? And they're like, nah, it's pretty strong. It is pretty strong. It takes a lot to fucking pop it. But once it pops, it's over. It's not like you just reattach the fucking thing. Like you have a whole thing. So immediately after, you have surgery within 48 hours to connect it. Because the longer it's disconnected, the more fucked it all is. Weeks one to two, you're immobilized, non-weight bearing. So you're in a cast, crutches, wheelchair. You're not doing shit. Weeks three to eight, gradual weight bearing and physical therapy. This is the worst part of physical therapy. I think when they start putting weight on stuff, A, it hurts. You don't trust yourself and you're doing like the minimal amount of shit. So like for me, when I did, when I had my knee surgery, it was still swollen as all hell. And they were like, we're going to need you to pedal on the bike today. I'm like, that shit ain't going to happen. I can't even bend my knee. And they're like, you can, you just have to fight through it. I'm like, I can't. And they're like, you can. Then once you do like one rotation, you're like, I want to do a marathon. And your muscles around that are shot after like 10 rotations on a, on a, bike you're like fuck i've so because like before that you could probably pedal or you know you could do whatever you wanted you didn't think about it now you're thinking about it. like god damn i can only pedal 10 times before this injury happens so i can only imagine being a professional athlete getting a crazy surgery done like this and then them telling you you have to take it slow you know but he's older so i think he gets it but like at the same time like you want to push it push it push it but if you push too hard it re-tears re-injures setback so it's a gradual balance weeks nine to 16 so this is like what's four months in five months in around there strengthening and mobility exercises you're doing a lot of heavy lifting at this point and you're getting all the strength around the surrounding muscles the main muscle the main tendon you're doing what you're starting to do stretches and shit that you used to be able to do without even thinking about it then you have light activity which is running stopping not even stopping you're just kind of running on a treadmill probably lightweight to have you strapped up in something you're like one of those gravity pools you're doing swimming something that's moving your whole leg but you're not so much putting too much weight on this at this point six to nine months sport specific is when you start getting the ball back you know what i'm saying you're like i can do this again you know you start dropping back a little bit nowhere near playing yet though like you're not doing any you're not doing dick shit yet and then in nine to twelve months is usually when you're back to full time and you're letting it rip so 
He's got a long nine to 12 months ahead of him. Hopefully he comes back and plays for New York because that would have been fun to watch. But I mean, it's the Achilles heel. They call it that for a reason. So hopefully it's uh, nothing bad, but again, probably one of the worst injuries to have. And while we're wrapping this up, I'm going to go through the polls since I didn't go through the polls last week because the stream schedule has been a little wonky lately. So that's a month ago. I'm trying to remember the last time we had polls. I'm trying to think back. So we're going to start. Well, that's uh, that's too far back. All right, we're going to start with this one. This is from August 22nd. So about 20 days ago, give or take 30. Uh, yeah. So something doesn't add up. Yes or no. This has to do with Maui, I assume. Yes, something doesn't add up. Something's fishy. 100% said yes. Fuck Bezos. 82% said yes. 18% said no. It's all sketchy. 93% said yes. 7% said no. Would you survive against a lion? 28% said yes. 72% said no. Surviving on a tightrope. 40% said yes. 60% said no. Stranded in the Sahara. 70% said yes. 30% said no. Falling in an elevator. 62% said yes. 38% said no. Mask mandates. 12% said yes. 88% said no. I got a lot of heat for the COVID shit. A lot of anti-COVID people on TikTok. Are you going to wear a mask? 8% said n- yes. 92% said no. Excited for lockdowns. 24% said yes. 76% said no. Fuck lockdowns. 92% said yes. 8% said no. Strong past. Does ass kissing work? 83% said yes. 17% said no. Are you a kiss ass? 17% said yes. 83% said no. Are ass kissers the worst? 80, 80% said yes. 20% said no. Hybrid ass kissing. 50-50. Bengals Super Bowl. 29% said yes. 71% said no. Speaking of the Super Bowl, I knew Aaron Rodgers was going to get injured. That's why I drafted Tua. Picked his ass up too. So fuck you guys. No kissing during sex. 19% said yes. 81% said no. Could you climb Mount Everest? 36% said yes. 64% said no. Could you survive with no AC? 33% said yes. 67% said no. Fuck Burning Man. (laughs) 57% said yes. 43% said no. Laughing at rich people. 67% said yes. More like Flooded Man. 90% said yes. Shout out to Brady. 75% said yes. Should be 100. Do you smell like football on Monday? 88% said yes. Losing a 17-leg parlay, the worst, 50-50. Is Sunday the best? Is NFL Sunday the best Sunday? 89% said yes. Do you fight people over NFL games? 40% said yes. 60% said no. Do you sweat watching football? 59% said yes. 41% said no. And that wraps up the polls, and that's going to wrap up this episode. One thing you got to remember, uh, we're going to be live on TikTok, or live on Twitch and YouTube at twitch.tv slash dbk underscore ttv and also live at hold up what pod at youtube while we film these or record these and then obviously they're going to be out tiktok clips youtube facebook instagram twitter everywhere substack spotify apple wherever you get your podcasts from and they'll continue to be out there so with all that being said we're going to get off for today we're at 38 minutes there was some dead time in there so hope we get it down to about 30 and uh, we go from there so appreciate everyone that listens I'll be streaming NBA 2K tonight, and we'll go from there. All right.